1: Get ready for Crack the Customer Code, your audio guidebook for creating incredible customer journeys.
0: Hey, Adam, do you think we innovate enough here on Crack the Customer Code? Who's the we in that <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Of course we do. Um, we've changed platforms a few times. I guess that's innovative. Um, yeah. We pretty much keep the exact same format. No, we don't innovate at all.
0: I think we've innovated and part of that has been changing because of feedback we get because what we learn what works, what doesn't, etc. And to your point, you brought up platforms, that's because the platforms have evolved. We've been doing this podcast since 2014. (laughs) So The platforms have gotten better and we've been able to innovate with them as
1: much as i was joking you know we innovate content and it's not always about innovating everything sometimes you're innovating within a structure which i think we can talk Mm -hmm. about today because we're going to talk about what genie
0: i think we'll talk about innovation
1: (laughs) wow you're right you're right there with me
0: (laughs) so yeah what what i want to talk about today is really about considering how do we innovate in the best interests of our customers and we have a couple examples and things to talk about but one of the things that i've seen over and over again is that we sometimes want to innovate for innovation's sake (laughs) and if we don't include our customers and understand their journey as we're doing that it's really easy to leave them behind and to invest in the wrong things you know i don't know if you heard about these concerts that meta which formerly known as facebook uh put on for using their virtual reality platforms uh did you hear about those adam
1: i heard about them five minutes ago before we started recording yep
0: and <laughs> so no i i did
1: not i did not hear about them i had no idea what you were talking about when you told me about them
0: and that was pretty uh pretty common. People had not heard about them. Even as they happened, or after they happened, they weren't really mentioned on social media, they didn't get a lot of buzz. And these were some big names. They had David, David Guetta, they had the chain smokers, they had young thug. And when they were promoting these, somehow it just didn't connect. And I posted something about this on LinkedIn, because I thought it was so interesting to think about as an experience design issue. Because really, when you go to a concert, that's an experience. That's a social experience, that's an emotional experience, all these things. They didn't really try to do anything with what they were providing. They just kind of said, here's a a recording (laughs) of the Chainsmokers performing and you can watch it on your headset by yourself.
1: (laughs) That sounds like an experience. wow yeah i mean at least when you're like watching Rockin' new year's eve or whatever you're you're at least are with your family or whoever you're with at the party right i mean you're it's communal at least in right. the mi- in the micro um but to just actually isolate yourself um mm-hmm. they used to do those experiments back during the cold war called sensory deprivation yeah
0: yeah <laughs> you're,
1: you're just getting rid of some of the senses in this case so i mean uh that's interesting i didn't yeah i'd seriously not heard about them and obviously um i i I think facebook has a pretty uh decent platform for marketing i'm not (laughs) sure
0: they have have a decent reach
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so that that's a pretty interesting result Mm -hmm. they got and but you know based on what you're describing i mean we look at it from the standpoint of customer experience right when you or just purely experience forget customer in this case You know, what is it that makes it memorable? What is it that makes it unique? What is it that Mm -hmm. makes it sticky? Like, why? I mean, why do you even want to go and or stay? Yeah, Um, I mean, if you say, hey, so when were these concerts? Uh, Did you mention one of them was like New Year's ish?
0: One of them was on New Year's Eve and they still did not get the audience that they wanted. So, so it's you know, a, it's
1: cuz it's like isolated, right? You're not. I mean that's so that's it is. That's, a, that's a I mean I think that's a failure to consider what people want in a given circumstance, mm-hmm. right? I mean we look at the customer journey. What do you want to do on New Year's Eve?
0: Right, right. You, you want to, sit you want by to celebrate a headset
1: yeah, you want to celebrate with people, whatever your uh, version of that is, or you know, my, mm-hmm. my, my 20-year-old version is not the same as my uh, not 20-year-old version, uh, <laughs> right? Is uh, Whatever your version of it is with your people you care about in general. Mm-hmm. It's, you want to be with mm-hmm. people you care about and you want to share that experience.
0: That's right. And I think it leads to bigger questions about innovation. And one of the things that I've seen too is that there's a product innovation team and they might be working on really cool stuff. They don't, necessarily talk to the customer experience leaders. They don't get the feedback. They don't understand what customers are really asking for or where on the journey they want innovation. And there are a couple of really interesting examples um, that I wanted to highlight here. One is Disney, of course. Disney is uh, always focused on experience. And in, their, in the parks, in the Disneyland, Disney World, et cetera, they have learned that personalized experiences are really important to their attendees. So, if anyone has been there and you see the lines for, you know, the one-on-ones with the characters, right? I want to go talk to Mickey, and this is where he is. Or you are passing some, uh, you know, somebody, and they they recognize where you are in your journey. They've used technology for this. They use those wristbands. They do a great job. Well, they recently filed a patent application. So some of this is theory, <laughs> okay. um, but they have really uh, utilized projection in really interesting ways. So if you go there, there's a water feature that you can watch kind of a show on. They project onto it. It looks like they've taken that technology and and are really looking for ways to make it more individual. So the theory is that this patent is actually leading to more personalized Uh, experiences through this type of projection. So you might be standing in line and suddenly you see an image of one of their characters next to you talking directly to you. And it becomes a very custom personalized individual experience. And so what I like about that is that they're thinking about what's important to our customers? How can we leverage the technology in the way that will be meaningful for our customers? And how do we innovate in the right way? It's not just saying, you know what, we're gonna make our roller coaster a little faster or we're gonna make Mickey's costume a little brighter. <laughs> it's very specific about the experience.
1: And I think you've got two polar approaches here. Uh, you know, I, I really think that uh, that meta example with the concerts you gave, that to me, that, that is all Steve Jobs' fault. Um, <laughs> I'm blaming Steve Jobs, he, was, he wasn't alive for it, but I'm blaming him. And here's why, there's just been such, a, and I think we've talked about this a long time ago, There's such a, everybody wants to, okay, I will make the market. I will make the experience. They don't know the experience they want. Mm -hmm. That works like 2% of the time. Mm -hmm. 98% of the time, you need to know what your customers want. 2% of the time you're a visionary genius who can see ahead and give them the thing they didn't know they wanted. And that's a catch. I mean, I think that's like, it's just not even, you know, that the concert thing, it's not even considering like what, okay, anybody, you don't need to be a customer experience expert to go, what do people want to do on New Year's Eve? They want to be with people.
0: Right. <laughs> they right.
1: don't want to be in, a, in an isolation pod. Uh, with Disney, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you Disney. I know you know your business better than uh, Jeannie and I do, but I, I do want to give you a warning. You're going to have to figure out a way not to project two Mickeys in sight of each other because that's going to be really disturbing for the kids.
0: Like, that's like right. I'm they sure they have they to think have through that. that. Like, it's not
1: personalized. Wait, there's like six Mickey's yep. in this little section. Um, well, they're but,
0: very careful about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they're very careful in real life. I think they will have, yep. have to be careful with the holograms. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, that I mean, to your point, it is when you're talking about innovation. You're, and that's right. Brought up the Steve Jobs thing because that is a product innovation idea. It's a product innovation mindset, and it's also an idea of. Well, let's just try this. This mm-hmm. seems cool. Oh, we have this technology. Obviously, everyone will love it. Right. Right. Whatever it may be, and that's expanding past our example now. Uh, and I think you do have to know. And it doesn't always mean you know completely data based. You know, st- mm-hmm. statistically significant research, but it does mean knowing your customers, knowing yeah. your customer base, having a sense of why they're your customers. And what they want from the experience. Disney, probably better than any company on earth, knows mm-hmm. what their customers want from them.
0: Yep. And they know exactly where they are on their journey as well. And not everybody, n- not every organization is as good as that either. And, you know, I think, you know, you bring up knowing your customers. I think one of the things that we also need to consider is really knowing what the experience is. And it's really easy to get disconnected from that. And we've talked about this on the show that when leaders go up the organizational chart, they get further and further away from customers and from the actual experience. And, you know, recently, uh, DoorDash, which is a delivery service for restaurants, they reinstated what they're calling their WeDash program, and this is where they ask every single worker in their organization. So, this is executives, uh, you know, the technology crew, whoever it is, to actually deliver one delivery a month so that they can stay connected to that experience and find ways to make it better. Now, there was some pushback from their employees on this when they reinstated it. And that was what started a conversation. But what I found really interesting was there's a company in the UK that is Deliveroo, I think is what it. how you say it. And they're actually building a pizza parlor in London for the sole purpose of understanding what is what is this like for restaurant goers when drivers stack up? What is it like for the delivery drivers? What is it like so that they can really understand the experience? Now, those are pretty big examples of how to do this, but I think it's really important to remember that We can't innovate what we don't know. And so it's really important to stay connected to the actual experience and to the actual customers so that we know how to innovate moving forward.
1: I'm sorry, I didn't hear anything about pizza. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but it's pizza in london which is different than pizza in chicago well, I'm just well I, say I know that.
1: i know how the chicago gets <laughs> with the pizza and i love chicago pizza before i get all the hate mail yeah. um <laughs> but no look, i mean this is this goes back to uh management by walking around or wandering around Tom that's right. right i mean we preach it all the time um mm-hmm. you know part of my process when i'm doing trainings for companies is uh getting frontline involvement in the training design because you just cannot, unless you make a conscious effort, even then it's never going to be the same lens, right? But you can make a lens, you can make an effort Mm -hmm. probably to adopt that lens for the short term and to get close to it. And it's key in design and it's key in management. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep, for sure. For sure. So I mean, I think that innovation is really exciting. It's really people get very excited about the idea of innovation, and sometimes it's easy to be kind of swept away with that. I think what we're advocating for is just to understand who your customers are, who what their experience is, and innovate around the experience, not just the product, not just the technology, not just because it's a shiny new thing. we we're, you know, we have to figure out this world, which is moving pretty quickly all the time and evolve with it. And, you know, the more you know your customers, the more you understand their experience, the better you can serve them long-term. Amen. Well, with that, (laughs) who do we innovate for, Adam?
1: It would be our listeners.
0: Our listeners, that's right. We are always so grateful. You are here with us at Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of C-Suite Radio, so be sure to check out the business content at c radio.com and c TV.com. I'm Jeannie Walters. Please come innovate with me at ExperienceInvestigators.com. And I'm pork, and you can
1: connect with me at CustomersThatStick.com. So next time,
0: take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.